This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On 95.7 The Game. Yeah, that's Mike Tirico, NBC. We'll get to the Warriors shortly, who host San Antonio tonight. And all of a sudden, it's another terrifying game. We'll explain why. Um, but um, this is a new formula. I guess it's not a new formula. And I don't know if it's actually what the 49ers are sitting down and saying that they want to do. But my gosh, <laughs> they're going to ugly their way all the way to the Super Bowl if they keep this up. And here's what I mean. If you keep adjusting at halftime or even adjusting on the fly in the second quarter to where defensively you are able to bottle up the other team to such a level in the second half of the game, I, I, I mean, you're, you're going to win in an 85% clip. Now, I, I realize that the last two games doesn't mean they snap their fingers and do that. Um, and the Chargers and Rams have their warts. But that's also Justin Herbert and Matt Stafford, the reigning Super Bowl champion. So, let, let, let's not act like they went out there and, um, I don't know, defeated Washington and Jacksonville. They got Washington ahead. They do. Um, but th- th- this is the exact opposite formula as what they were doing early in the year. I was legitimately scratching my head at why the 49ers seemed to win the first quarter every single game. And then after that, it was like, what on earth? Everything just fell apart. I mean, all the way back to game one, squawking my way around Soldier Field with a with a you know parka on and uh, and a, and a hood, just telling Bears fans, "You're not scoring today. This thing's over." Uh oh. And then 19 unanswered points, and the 49ers lose. They flipped it. You trail at halftime twice in a row, and you come out and pitch a shutout in the second half and win the game. If D'Amico Ryan's defense is going to keep adjusting that way, they're they're going to win, and they're going to win, and they're going to keep winning. If they can continue to run the ball and not turn it over, because this offense with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm is not built to come back from a double-digit second-half deficit. Now, you can if the defense is lights out like that and doesn't give up a point. Jimmy Garoppolo... 
absolutely can march you down and get you field goals, a lot of field goals, red zone-wise. As I mentioned last segment, they're 16th in the National Football League. They're not great, not a high-octane offense. So the blueprint is there. Have a quarterback who can find the open guy with a well-schemed play and not turn it over. Green check mark. Run the ball more than 40 times. Green check mark. Even 30 times. If you run it 30 times under Shanahan, you win about 75% of the time. When you run it 40 times, you win 100% of the time. So they did that. Green check mark. Possess the ball for more minutes than the opponent. They had it for 37 minutes last night. Green check mark. And have a defense that is nasty. And by the way, they played a little too nasty, a.k.a. Dre Greenlaw, but they were able to survive the ejection green check mark. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, sometimes we always want everyone to adjust on the fly. Sometimes can we have a little bit of appreciation for sticking to the plan? The 49ers went down by 10 points, and I appreciate the fact that Kyle Shanahan stuck to the plan. Don't freak out. Don't start going for it on fourth down. Don't start slinging it everywhere. Just trust that your plan is going to work, and it did. It did from that point forward. The only points they gave up, as soon as they fell down by 10, they got the touchdown drive they needed, and then the only points they gave up the rest of the game was that field goal right before the half when Justin Herbert went out into the blue tent for about 1.5 seconds, popped right back out and got his helmet, and we all knew he was going to be back in the second half. Yeah, yeah, he came back out, and uh, it's funny because I I was sitting across the field up in the press box, and I saw the tent immediately go up. Yep. And blue tent, it's blue tent time. Forget the blue check mark on Twitter; it's the blue tent. And <laughs> they're both the same. Everybody gets one now. Well, and as you get touched as in the head, came you up, get a blue check mark and on that Twitter. Thing went up, and then that thing came down pretty uh-huh. quickly. And I don't know what level of checking. They go on in the tent. Oh, they, I, they checked. They were like, well, they oh, it's Justin, it's Justin Herbert. Exactly. So you better go back out they of the field his now. his ID. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're Justin <laughs> they Herbert. They checked his number. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, no, you don't come in here. Yeah. You go play. Well, I mean, if Tua can wobble and fall uh-huh. and still be able to play, then Justin Herbert was going to be fine. Well, we do have to be careful on this one because it, it's almost like now you can hear people are doing it for rooting reasons. It's like, oh, he gets touched to the head. He's out for the game. Tua. It's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do we mean by visible signs of concussion? Right. Just because Justin Herbert took a knee for a second and went, woof, like, yeah, you get your bell rung. So I think a guy should be able to be like, okay, are we good? Yeah, I think I'm good. Yes, I want that person checked out, but I'm hearing people, you're out for the game. You're out for the game. If you've got, Tua couldn't walk. Okay, he couldn't walk. Yeah. You're falling over. You look like you've had 17 cocktails. Now you're out for the game. I thought it was fine. I, I get yeah. where people are coming from, but I thought... He sat for, what, three plays? I think and so, yeah. I don't know if he would have come back if that drive was prolonged or not. That's you know, it was Probably toward, not. It was toward the end of the half, but he was he was ready. Yeah, his helmet was off, though. The helmet was, was off. I was sitting next to a big-time Charger fan. I, I, I a thought fan. you were in the press box. I'm not saying that this person was cheering because he's a young broadcaster about about whom I'm very I'm very high on this young man. I, I think he's got a bright future, this kid. Okay. And uh, come to find out, I saw his Instagram later, and he had he posted something on the gram about number ten. Oh, I heart you, Evan Giddings. Uh, grew up a Charger fan. Okay. He loves. Justin Herbert. So the tent How goes up. The tent oh, comes down. Charges. And he goes, okay, Justin's back on the sidelines. And I go, where is he? He goes, 
You can see him right there. Just look for the hair. Just look for the beautifulness look, that is Justin Herbert. I look Herbert. down across because we're on the other side. We're on the Niners side, and I look, and there he is. He's just walking, and the locks are bouncing, and Evan was happy. That could have been Wisnowski, though, for all anybody knows. He's got flowing locks as well. A lot of locks out there. I, you know what? You said something there that I don't think I've ever heard before when you were like, he's a huge Chargers fan. I don't know if I've ever heard that before. Yeah, about anybody. My buddy Ron Ventimiglia, uh, Ronnie V. Vent, he lives in San Diego, born and raised in San Diego. He's always been a Chargers fan. I okay. got to check in with him to see if he still is rolling with the lightning bolts yeah, or not. Because a, a lot of those San, of Diegans, San Diegans gave him a middle finger. Yeah, and they've all got you know, tattoos, jerseys now. And right. that's the end of that. Although it, it was always much more of a football town, as you know. It was. Than it was a baseball town ever. No, I mean, the fact that Petco Park is filled now is just bizarre. Like, the, the, the Padres tripped and fell into a huge pot of gold yeah. where they're like, huh, uh, you know, I mean, well, baseball, they have. They, yeah, baseball fans should remember that, by the way. When you look at the way they were constructed, and this is sort of where I've gotten to. Real quick aside on Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is He's not, coming, right? Well, oh, for sure. Okay. Is it, it's not so much about baseball. Like, Farhan's always about baseball, right? The analytics, let's win baseball games, let's get numbers. Aaron Judge is so much more about business than he is about baseball. This is about butts and seats. This is about a face of the organization. This is about imprint. This is about footprint. Uh, all, all of all of those things. And that's really what drove the Padres to do, for instance, Manny Machado. They did that. And the new uniforms and the this, that, and the, the whole rebranding of the Padres was because the Chargers left. And everyone was sitting there going, well, what the hell are we going to root for now? Right. And the Padres are like, we better create something, even though it has not won a damn thing. Right. But we have to create something that people can sort of sink their entertainment teeth into. And so that's what they did. And you to know? fill that ballpark, that beautiful ballpark. Oh, my gosh. Because, I mean, that it's such a great park and a great spot. But if you don't have a compelling product in a town that really has kind of turned out or tuned out rather on sports that place wasn't getting filled oh, at all not even close i right. told you the old joke when they with san diego media would like ballpark filled media seats all filled opening day san diego usually beautiful weather here yeah. come the padres seventh inning so first time i'd ever been seventh inning everybody starts standing up in the media box i'm like oh seventh inning stretch and they looked at each other and went See you next year. <laughs> and they walk out. Gone. No joke. Not anymore. Not anymore because they created something that's entertaining, even though not successful. I think the Giants, you know, that's why you're going to see what you see this offseason. Matt in San Rafael, uh, next up on Willard and Dibs, and then we'll get to Warriors. Hey, Matt, what are you doing? Hey, guys, I'm just driving home. Uh, I've been listening right around this time every day. You guys are killing it. But I, had a, I, I just wanted your thoughts. On the, the Niners' red zone woes, kind of. I was just watching last night, and I'm thinking, if you're John Lynch, are you at some point calling Kyle Shanahan and going, so exactly how many all-pros do I need to buy you before we're not settling for field goals anymore? Because in the Harbaugh era, we had Crabtree and Gore, and for a period of time, Alex Smith, and I feel like they were punching it in like a machine, and now we've got Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk's going to be an all-pro this year for sure. Jennings is coming up. you got Trent Williams. How are you getting denied at the four-yard line against the L.A. Chargers on national television? 
it just becomes like like when you've got a kid in college that you're just throwing money at and they just can't seem to graduate. It's like, what do you got to do to get in there? Because this isn't going to fly against real teams like you guys were saying Well, earlier. yeah, a couple things there. Matt, it's a really good call and, and, and a fair question. Um, I, I, a few things here, because I, I will first start with, again, if they had been four or five in the red zone, which they easily could have, if Brandon catches a ball and McGlinchey doesn't whiff on a block, but we can, we, we this can, is more about the whole year. You though. can make it about personnel. You can make it about play calling. I, I you know, and, and I also think you're remembering the Harbaugh era a little bit incorrectly. I don't remember a year where Harbaugh. Oh yeah, I just punched in it every time. In fact, we've had a lot of texters texting in about this reminds them of the Harbaugh era because it was just. David Akers, David Akers, David Akers, David. Oh my gosh, David Akers was winning thing fantasy games for each other. Well, let's have this remind us of the Shanahan era because last year in the red zone they were fourth in the National Football League. The year okay. before that they were seventh in the red zone. The year before that the 49ers were twentieth in the red zone. Okay, so last couple of years pretty good, very good. Yeah. yeah. So you look at this year and you have to wonder. Why? And you go back to 2018, they were dead last, and that was the uh, the forgotten lost year. That was the dreadful year, 2018, right? where they had a terrible team. Back so, quarterbacks yeah, quarterbacks, yeah, all, all that stuff. I, I would say, to the caller's point, I feel the frustration because of what you said. You've got a great play caller. He's widely seen as one of the best in the business. You've got weapons at all three spots. You've got receivers who can do it. You've got a difference-making tight end, and you've got elite running backs now. And you've got a quarterback who's not terrible. He's good enough to make the throws when needed. So why aren't you getting it done in the red zone? Well, I do think this. I do think that they throw the ball less inside the 10 than other teams because they don't want... They don't want Jimmy doing Jimmy things, okay? Shout out Dave Matthews Band. They don't want to do a Jimmy thing, okay? Like, don't you think they would throw more or at least put the ball in the quarterback's hands for options if it was Mahomes, if it was Allen, if it was even Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is fantastic in the red zone. Maybe if it was Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way they envisioned it. Absolutely. But how would you feel if instead of getting three, you get a nice uh, Jimmy ball that's tipped up in the air? How, how, that, the other way. how do you feel about that? Like, I get it when they're running the ball. They're good at running the ball. You have McCaffrey. Like, you should be good at this. And, uh, and last night, more often than not, they, they were. They were. Right? Your, your three failed red zone trips were this. Okay. One. McGlinchey whiffs on a block. You got to give credit to the defender for for winning that play. No, no, no. He didn't win the play. McGlinchey went to the wrong guy. It was just a straight jailbreak. Okay? So there's that. Then there was Ayuk drops the ball. And then there was the end of the game where, quite frankly, you're equally trying to score and run clock. So you're in that situation where the the defense already knows that you're running the ball, and they're going to sell out to it. I know that this sounds like making excuses. It does. But it does. Last night was not a bad red zone game. It was all right. It was not bad. They won won the the football game. We talked about field goals and uh, field goals being made at an 84% click, and you have a kicker 
who's a good kicker. And so you're settling for three deep, deep red zone three. It can be frustrating, but you won the game. So I'm not going to harp on that and say, heads must roll. You won the football game. I'm just looking at the overall picture of a red zone offense that seems to be more about the three than they are about oh, the six. It needs to get better. Yeah. A, it needs to get better. But I like it's just funny. This is the the ultimate Garoppolo dynamic, which is that people will be like, he's not very good. And then the very next sentence they're like, we need to throw the ball more at the five. <laughs> exactly. But he not right? He's not very good. So you, you Yeah, you're limited. Uh Leroy in Oakland is next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey Leroy, what are you doing? Hey, uh- Hey, what's up, man? I'm just sitting in my car on my 15-minute uh, break and thought I'd spend it with you guys. I'm a 49er fan, and, you know, it frustrates me, too, to just see this offense sputter. And I, I, I wasn't a big Shanahan guy, but I, I've kind of learned to respect him over the years. And I hear this genius play caller tag, and I see some of it sometime, and then it just goes away. And so to myself, I said, well... Yeah, he's a pretty great play caller, and he's got all these plays, but he doesn't have a formula. Like, what's his formula? We say it's it's running the ball, it's running, but as soon as we say that, he goes away from it in critical times and starts throwing the ball. And so I just kind of wish we would kind of develop a, a, a true identity. What's, what's our coach's formula? And I think that's what kind of hurts us, where he gets into these games and he's everywhere with the playbook. You know, he's everywhere. And so, just wish he would settle down and kind of develop a formula. Hey, when we get in trouble, you know, we go to this. You know, when we need a play, we go to this. And so, eh, it's just kind of frustrating not to see us have a formula. I think last night was the formula, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I mean, if, if and Leroy, thank you. I get the frustration Thanks, Leroy. But I don't understand the idea that that, that there isn't um, sort of a way to describe Kyle Shanahan. That's what that felt like to me. Like Leroy's saying, uh, if you go to coaches around the league, like what's the reputation? What's the formula? How do you go about doing what you do? Well, my gosh, the Shanahan name uh, probably has a formula more than anybody around the league. Like if I said, Nick Sirianni, what's the formula? I don't know if we've known him long enough to right. know the formula. He's got Jalen Hurts now, and they're they're doing a whole lot of read option stuff, and that seems to be working. But, yeah, the formula is try to get very, very creative in the run game. And this is being a fan, so I understand this. The bottom line with any coach and play calling is this. If Gain it, yards. If it works, <laughs> if it works, y'all love it. And if it doesn't work, right. you think he's a bad play call. So And it worked last and, night. And, and they don't Mark, I misspoke on the stat. They're before. not they're not always gonna work, right? There's right. like a highly paid defense on the other side coordinating against you and they know your formula. Yes, and the formula of forty rushes, they're eight no in the regular season. Two and oh this year when they rush it forty or more times. That is the formula. Kyle's told you as much. He wants to run it. He wants to keep it away from the other team. He wants to have his defense be fresh, and he doesn't want to have a lot of mistakes. That's the formula. He's not trying to light you up with big plays. They'll take their shots when they can. That's the formula. I think what a lot of fans struggle with, Mark, is they don't like the formula. We all want to see well, Kansas City Chiefs. We want to see the Buffalo Bills running and slinging. You don't get that. But that's not... I don't think that Kyle 
wants to do that. And you and I, I had this philosophical debate. I think he does want to do that. He See, doesn't. I don't think he, does. he doesn't have the guy. He said yeah. it in a press conference a year and a half ago when they were getting ready to draft Trey. They're like, I want Mahomes. Right. Everyone's like, oh, he doesn't like Mahomes. He likes Cousins. He's like, no, I like Mahomes. But I don't have Mahomes. But I don't think he has Mahomes in Trey Lance. It'll be interesting to see if he ever gets that I mean, out of Trey Lance. Very, very probably not. I don't. Kyle strikes me as a guy who would much rather win this way, knowing huh. that it's a little bit more conservative. It's a lot you know, more likely to result in not having so many turnovers. Run it. Possess it. Keep it away from other offenses. Of course, he'd love to have a Mahomes, but yeah, there's I only just, a couple of those guys I, in the league. I always think of the year Atlanta went to the Super Bowl and should have won it, and it, it wasn't it wasn't lame or conservative or problematic or anything. Julio Jones put up insane numbers, and Matt Ryan won an MVP. So I, th- this idea... That's Kyle, a lifetime ago. Yeah, it was, but Kyle, the idea that Kyle Shanahan is not adaptable to me, is is factually incorrect. I think he's adaptable, but I, I we haven't seen it. And maybe it's because of his quarterback. Yes. But now you have all these weapons, <laughs> yes. and, you know, it but seems to me that you realize that your blueprint, your formula, as the caller was asking about, that is your formula. And that's the formula that he knows well, works. When you run it 30 or more times... You win football games, and he wants to win games more than he wants to entertain the fan base. Call, call me one of those who's scratching the head when we come in the day after a victory, and people are like, man, where, where's the criticism? Gosh, you won't come after these people. R- right. They won. They scored more points than the other team. <laughs> You want to get mad? Drive to L.A. Call them. Man. They don't even know the Chargers played last night. But go down there. I thought you were talking about the Rams. No, I mean, <laughs> go to I mean, go to L.A. and talk about the Rams. Red zone conversion rate under Jim Harbaugh. Thank you, Kyle. Red zone conversion rate under Jim Harbaugh. 2011, 30th. Ouch. 2012, 21st. 2013, 11th. 2014, 28th. That's not good. Keep telling me how Kyle Shanahan needs to be more like Jimmy Harbaugh. Because back then, we were pumping the end zone. Yeah, you were pumping the end zone with balls flying over it. Into the net. Into the (laughs) goalpost. Okay, Jim and Milbray, next up on uh, Willard and Dibs. Hi, Jim, what What are you you doing, doing, Jim? What are you doing? Come on. I want to put something lighthearted into our talk. Out of bed. Rico. Oh, the announcers last night loved San Francisco. Loved San Francisco. Every time there was, there was a, uh, a sky shot of San Francisco, the most beautiful place in the world. And Drico could not miss a chance to say, the game is in Santa Clara. He couldn't stop saying it. The game is in Santa Clara. He he, and I loved it. Being from San Francisco, I loved it. <laughs> the Santa Clara Niners. That's what I call them, personally. And well, just, okay. Uh, yeah, Jim, Jim, I get I get the frustration. I really do. I, one thing that I've always thought when it comes to the 49ers, and appreciate you, this is such a, a large, sprawling metropolitan area, and I fully understand that San Jose is its own major city. Santa Clara is even its own major city. But especially with what we do, like, we're talking to all of you. I'm not here to do any sort of dividing between San Francisco and San Jose. If you live in the South Bay, it's a hell of a lot easier now. If you live in the North Bay and, or in the city, it's a hell of a lot harder now. Okay, but go around the league. I mean, we used to, how many years, the Giants and the Jets, they're not even in the same state. 
as their name. Right. Okay? They're in New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember, like, they've changed it now with Ford Field? And the 49ers, I think, won their first Super Bowl at the Silverdome. The Pontiac. Do you know how far that is from That's Detroit? That's not Detroit. It is so far. It's in Pontiac. Uh, Auburn Hills, where the Pistons played. Do you know how far oh, yeah. that was we from Detroit? We stayed out there when I met you at the Final Four. Yes. I don't know if you remember. Oh, my gosh. We were like a half an hour outside the yeah, city. Yeah, like, where the, are we? There's trees. <laughs> and there's, just, like, there's an arena in the middle of trees. There's a liquor store. Where are we right now? A <laughs> couple of them. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Uh, the Warriors are still on tap. Uh, plenty more of your phone calls. Those of you on hold, stay right where you are at 888-957-957. They won, right? Did they win? They won? I, I got to check. Okay, Willard and Dibs. The next time these two clubs will see each other. And the Warriors still without a road win. The defending champions will fall here in Sacramento. Your final score, the Kings 122, the Warriors 115. Now, back to Will and Diddy on 95-7, the game. Oh, they're not going to get a road win tonight either. And that's not me being negative, Dibs. It's not. But they are not getting a road win tonight. No, they're not, huh? Uh, no, they play at Chase Center. So oh, it's going to be very difficult. Woo. But yeah. Good Lord. we'll say this <laughs> real quick. We got more people that want to weigh in on the Niners. We'll get back to you here in just a sec. Stay right where you are. But I, I, I will say this. This is the second time now. And, and, and the Kings game last week, the home Kings game, was, was one of these where... It feels bigger than it should be because of everything going on and all the road losses. All of a sudden, I mean, the champs are putting urgency on random weeknight games in November against bad teams. And this game against the Spurs tonight now feels that way because don't, of what. Don't say it. No, no, it's no. a must win. It is. It is. It's over. No, <laughs> no. But I, what I mean though is that there is there's stress around this game that shouldn't be there. Because we're not, it's not game three. Oh, they'll figure it out. Like, there is a trend. I don't know if you've all noticed. They're 0-7 on the road. And last time I checked, Dibs, half your games are on the road. You can't win 50 games in a season. You can't win. If you lose every no. single road game. Impossible. And by the way... It's not like they're 0-7 on the road because they've been in Boston and Milwaukee. They've been running around in Detroit and Charlotte and Sacramento. So, is there a little concern? Yeah. Where are you now? Because you were at a zero for so, so long. Right. On a I'd... scale of one to ten, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even humor me right. with a response until they went 0-5 on the trip. And then I and then promise you, you. you limped in at a one and a half, I, I thought think. it was a two, wasn't you it? You might have been at a yeah. two. All right, now Where are you now, Mark? 2.2. Two. That's it? 2.2. Two. I'm, I'm probably at a six and a half. Really? I'm, That's a lot of I'm concern. I'm close to going guru on you. Right. <laughs> it's Saran. How many games are we? What are we, 13? Mark, it's Saran. It's so, a wrap. We're one-sixth of the way through don't the season. Don't do that. Don't do that. You don't like when you, I shut well, things you, down. You, it's you, over, Mark. I don't even want to talk about this team well, anymore. Well, I, I mean, they're low-key. I mean, I should have. I didn't. You're my friend. You're my partner. I didn't want to do You should not have been allowed at the parade because you ended that season. 
I you did not. You called I am it. the parade. They are not a contender to do anything. This you yeah, did it. Weren't. You did it in February. I, oops, I did it again. Yeah, oops, and you did, now you're doing it in November for crying out loud. This feels different, though. Uh, this I mean, hits different. This sure, feels they're not good a lot right different. Now. They're not a good team right now. No, they're now. not a good team, and I wonder, like, what's the path between they where they are now into them becoming. A good team because there are some things that I don't think can happen that need to happen. That's um, my problem. I have an answer to that. What's the path? Moves. Moves. Like I wonder what kind of. Moves. I don't know, but like I, this is now me. This is just me talking, based on an ear to the ground. Okay, the Warriors are Warriors ground. They are not mm-hmm. gonna just sit there and lose. They're not going to say that. We know that. We've heard them say that. No, but that. I, mean, it's, 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 I don't mean that. I mean aggressively not going to just sit there and lose. Um, Stephen Curry, for crying out loud, has only so many games left in his career. And they are not going to put draft capital in the form of a number two overall pick and a number seven overall pick and just let them grow moss on the bench while the rest of Steph Curry's career. TikTok, TikTok. They're not. Leaks away. They won't do it. I firmly believe they will not do that. This is the Warriors we're talking about. They are not going to stand idly by and watch this thing fizzle. So how are you going to fix it? I don't know what the move is. It's more than, I don't know. It's more than one move. I don't know what's available. Well, right it's now you've got... not necessarily more than one move if it's a monster move. It is a monster Monday. It's more than Thank one you. move because right now your problems are a multitude. You've got... You've got Clay and Poole not playing great. So you hope, okay, hopefully they'll play better. You've got Wiseman, who is unplayable. He's a DNP machine. You've got Jonathan Kaminga, who can only play in spurts, and suddenly now Moses Moody's not playable. You can't take non-playable entities and expect to get a lot for them in return. That, to me, is a fool's errand to think you're going to take guys who you can't even put on the floor, and another team's going to say... Here, take two veterans. Let me take your your unplayable rooks. Why, Have why, a couple of veterans. Why would a middling or rebuilding team not do that? Like, why on earth? Because would these somebody, guys aren't very good. Yeah, but 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 we don't know what they're going to end up becoming. Jordan Poole, once upon a time, was in Santa Cruz and quote unquote a first round pick who's not very good. He's the end of the first, yeah. yeah. Granted, you're you're right, but but people can develop, especially big men who take longer to develop. Yeah, I mean these are raw players; they're not ready. But if I'm if I'm a team that's going to be some one of the conferences, the, the twelve or the thirteen seed. And I've got veterans on my team. What are they doing? What am I getting from veterans if all I'm going to do is win 21 games this year? Why would I not want Wiseman and Kaminga just for the sheer possibility that they turn into something? Why wouldn't I want to do that? Because they're not very good. But 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 I don't think everybody's assessed it that way. That's a fan thing. Right. Like, they're, oh, they're not good. I, I, Are they I'm going to be it, good? I'm saying it, it's not a fan thing. It's a it's a Steve Kerr thing. He's he's saying that I can't play these guys right, right now. Right, because the Warriors, you can't play them on a team that's trying to win right now. You can absolutely develop them for a team that's shooting for two years from now, though. Why wouldn't you want them over veterans well, who are doing nothing? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For you right now. It depends on what kind of veterans those are. Yeah, and yeah I don't know if the deal's out there. And you'd but. have to give up. I mean, if I'm that team, I would want picks as well coming back in that trade. I'm not just yeah. going to take your two question marks and say, have a vet on well. me. <laughs> have a vet. Right, you get, get a vet and you get a vet. Yeah, yeah. I think I... Uh, I I believe in that the Warriors are not going to sit around. I agree with you. I believe the Warriors I, are not going to sit around. I'm skeptical as to oh. what that move could be because right now you need probably three players. You need three more players. Right now you've got you've got probably three guys on your team playing well. Three and a half, I'll say. You've got Steph is Whoa. otherworldly. Wiggins has been mostly good. Kavon is Kavon. And Draymond's been fine. Draymond's been fine. So no, you the, the, need you need eight or nine guys on a team. And okay, you've got four right now if, that are worth a damn. If you're going to say I need three players, then I'm going to say, well, at least one of them has to be named either Clay Thompson or Jordan Poole. Like, okay, yes. Agreed. Yes. Obviously, those guys are going to have to be have to play better if this year is going to go anywhere. Obviously. Right. Obviously. Both of them. So then, Obviously. So if your top six can be legit, then... You need some bench help. Yeah. Because all of a sudden now Jermichael Green guys. can't play? You need a couple guys. I don't know. I don't know if Moody can get back in the rotation. I don't I mean, know if Green Why can. isn't Green I in the know. rotation? I don't know. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I'm at a six and a half, Mark, on a scale of one to ten. Okay. Um, I get it. This thing's a mess. Um, back to the Niners. Frank in Fort Worth on Willard and Debs. Hey, Frank, what are you doing? Oh, navigating through this monsoon over here. You got a monsoon? Is Justin Fields there? Much, man. It's coming down like cats and dogs. You need to move to California, Frank. Yeah. Well, I've moved out of California to come over here, but... Okay. uh, All right, what's on your mind? Yeah, man. So, I'm uh, I'm a fuddled by this Shanahan guy, man. He's uh, a heckle and jekyll to me. And uh, quite frankly, I I just don't see him getting us to the promised land. I think uh, I've heard plenty of times on this program where he plays or calls plays scared and um i just uh i was confused last night as to what 49er team was out there yeah i mean um, I, it was so. the, there was the winning team it, it was it was the winning team i think there was a game plan that the you know you heard jimmy garoppolo say it um and here we'll play it for you again frank thanks appreciate it so much check out jimmy hey jimmy how come your offense is in balls? how come you didn't score 72 points how come there isn't a touchdown in every possession how come kyle shanahan doesn't call all the right plays and how come every play doesn't work 
Tell them we got the W tonight, and that's more important than any uh, 72 points. That's the style of defense these guys play, though. Um, they take away, you know, stuff like that and make it hard on you, make you do those 10, 15 play drives that we had to do tonight. And it's not going to be flashy, but, you know, W's a W, and I hope the fans are happy with that. You won the game. Yeah. You won the game. Hope you fans are game. okay with that. Yeah. They plotted. The Chargers said you're not going over the top. You're going to have to plod. You might have to kick a field goal. I know that's going to send everybody to the restrooms. But you might have to kick a field goal and win the game. The Niners like, okay. By the way, when they plod under Shanahan, when they rush it 30 times or more over the last four years, they're 22-2. and Boy, that that Kyle Shanahan. There's the formula. He should be fired. Totally. Uh, What's up next on the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Willard and Dibbs also brought to you by ChooseChange.org. We got time for more of your calls. And then Steiny and Goo next on 95.7 The Game. It's okay, Steph. I know sometimes things are a little herky-jerky at the start. Um, That sound clip is very similar to the Warriors season. It just kind of came out and flubbed a word, and we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, 5-8 and and um, 2.2 on the uh, concern meter. Yeah, I'm at a 6.5, and uh, pending tonight's game against San Antonio, don't miss a dribble of it right here on your home for the Warriors 95-7 the game. If even if they beat San Antonio, my concern probably won't go down. Well, it can only go up. They're going to have to win a road game. We have to, and, and, yeah. and by the way, there's some much more challenging road games coming up here very very soon uh, for the Warriors. Just taking a quick look at uh, at the schedule where it goes from here. I mean, it's got San Antonio tonight, uh, and then at when, Phoenix Wednesday, Wednesday. They're at Phoenix. They come back home for New York this Friday. Um, but then it's at Houston, at New Orleans. Uh, Clippers and Jazz will come here at Memphis, at Dallas. That's the rest of November. So you've got one, two, three, four, five road games between now and the end of the month. Phoenix, Houston, New Orleans, Minnesota, Dallas. Whew. When do they get back to 500? Do they get back to 500 before the end of November? Five and eight right now. So you're three below. You beat the Spurs. Now you're two below. You lose to the Suns, you're three below. You beat the Knicks, you're two below. You beat the Rockets, you're one below. Pelicans, second half of a back-to-back, you're two below. Clippers and Warriors at home, I'll give it to you, you're one below. You beat (sighs) the Jazz on November 25th, you're back to 500. Day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Black Friday, USA, England. I'll take the over. It'll be later than that. Yeah. Might have to be December. I think uh, your concern just went up to a two point three. No, I mean you can you can mess around at five hundred for a long time and then go on a run, but I just they don't feel close right now. It's not like they feel cl- they feel close to you. No, no, they don't feel like it's like closer oh, to just, fine, right? Yeah, Indigo like just girls? tighten tighten the screws a little bit and then boom, it doesn't feel like that. They look closer to the abyss, right. than they do to. The parade. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we just went to Texas to talk 49ers. Let's go to Illinois. Uh, Jason in Chicago on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Jason, what are you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? Oh, I'm just frustrated. Why are you frustrated? frustrated. They won, Jason. They won. Are you a Charger fan? Give me a second. No, okay. I'm a Niners fan. Okay, all right. And definitely not a Bears fan. What I'm frustrated about is Niners fans. 
and the people that have that I've been hearing calling in, complaining about Kyle's play calling in, the red zone efficiency and everything else. I think we got spoiled in the Rams game with McCaffrey. We saw the new toy in the toolbox, you know, or like in the toy box, and we we're just like, oh my God, now Kyle's got a week off. McCaffrey can learn the playbook. We got Debo back. We got Juszczyk back. We got everybody back, you know, and the defense. And Kyle comes out, and he goes back to his bread and butter to win the game. Because what would happen if we came out of the bye and lost? Then what happened? Now what are the phone calls about? But they came out of the bye and won. Now you're five and four, and here we are. What's the problem? Well, Jason... I, I think you're spot on, and I would think about it this way. So what did we do? We spent the bye week saying what? We spent the whole time going, oh. Miss offense. Oh, boy. Here we go. Can't wait. Christian McCaffrey time. Basketball on grass. What do you think the Chargers were doing during the exact same period of time? Uh, raise your hand if you're healthy to play. Well, right. There was that. <laughs> but Anyone seen Joey Bosa? If we're all going to sit here and go, oh, McCaffrey. This is going to be amazing. Maybe the Chargers, I don't know, game planned. You think maybe there was any part of the Chargers for two weeks listening to, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and the Chargers maybe came up with a game plan that stated, I know, let's not let McCaffrey gash for big plays. Let's lay back. Let's keep everything in front of us. And make them go. Jimmy literally said it. You're going to make us go on an 11-play drive. And so it gets plodding. And you fumble one away. And you have to kick a field goal. You drop another one. But you still won. You still won. The mark of a good team is when it doesn't quite look right. And a couple things don't go your way. And you still win. Okay? I could take you back to Steve Young and Joe Montana games. And show you a few that actually weren't that pretty. They weren't always that pretty. Those are just the highlights you remember. Uh, again, I just when I, when this game was over, I thought to myself, look around the league, a league where right now seemingly you can count on nothing from week to week. Everybody's picks are a mess every week. Look around and and realize that don't ever be bummed with a win. That's that's my phrase. Yeah, for don't sure. Don't ever be bummed with a win. Especially in football. Now, if it's a Pyrrhic victory, as we have discussed before, in which the cost of victory is more taxing that's than the actual reward if you have injuries and sure. the like, then you could feel bad about it. And that happens more in basketball and baseball. Football, it happens at times, but it's the next man up mentality. So in football, especially in a year like this, don't ever look on a victory Monday too far past the idea that you got a victory because you've got another one in a week. This team, tomorrow, they're going to Colorado Springs to train at altitude. At they altitude. leave tomorrow. Yeah. So, And Colorado Springs is about 6,400 feet. Mexico City is about 7,500 feet. So they're going to go from the heights of Denver or of Colorado off to the heights of Mexico to take on Arizona in a week. Yeah, and by the way... Uh, everyone's worried about a mobile quarterback, and I have no idea if Kyler Murray's going to play in that game. He didn't play yesterday. And even if he does play a week from today, you know, a, a hamstring injury for Kyler Murray sounds to me like something that might change the way he plays a little bit. 
Um, Colt McCoy has not been uh, in any cup of tea for these 49ers not too long ago. Man. So I'm not, and he won a football game yesterday, even though he only played for part of it. So I'm not saying the Cardinals are going to be easy. None of them are. But yesterday was perfect. It was perfect. The I feel only like injury this, you had was a pregame ankle sprain. Right. And, and by the, the way, do we know how that happened? Danny Gray rolled his ankle. I don't. I don't. It's a weird one. It is a weird that one. That was your only injury, was a guy who rolled his ankle in pregame. And before a lot of you were awake, the Seahawks had already posted an L. So I was up. Yesterday, so was I. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday was a great day. Niners, um, by the way, just real quick, favored by seven and a half for Monday night's game. Is it really? Opened at five, and it's now at seven Shot and a half. Shot up, yeah. yeah, which may tell you, actually, that may be a little something about the health of the quarterbacks uh, for Arizona. All right, Steiny and Goo are getting themselves settled. Jay in Los Altos next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Jay, what are you doing? Hey, guys. Uh, I just want to say, you know, Clay is my favorite player by far. I love the guy. I've got his shirt, signed basketball, the whole deal. But there's two things he's got to change before he's going to get any better. Number one, he's not moving without the ball the way he used to. And that was always his trademark. Uh, That's one. And the second thing is he's just pouting too much. Not only when he misses a shot, but when other guys miss shots, he first sulks and then he moves. And he's got to change those two things, and he'll be just fine. Yeah, Jay, I I I think that there's there, there's a little bit of what do you expect uh, with with the two things that you're pointing out. Um, I'm not expecting Clay Thompson's face to look all smiley when he's missing all of his shots, and the way he used to move without the ball, running without the ball. I I I, I think that- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 